Welcome back to another episode of Bopcast, where I interview outliers who are breaking the mold regardless of the status quo. And today on the show, I have Perry Grone. Perry Grone is a stand-up comedian, content creator, podcast host, and overall funny-ass dude. I mean, I got connected with him uh, through my buddy Luke Miller, who was also a guest on this show. Very interesting episode on that one as well. But I got connected with him through Luke, and I had kind of just been passively following him. And over time, I start watching his Instagram reels, and I'm dying. Like, no joke, this is some of the funniest content on Instagram right now. And I just thought I had to, I reached out to Luke, and I was like, listen, I got to get this guy on the podcast. Like, can you hook it up? And uh, shout out to Luke for making that happen. Uh, we had Perry on today, and it was just, it was insane. I mean, I just, I love talking to him. Super easy flowing conversation, pretty wide ranging, going into a lot of different things. But I don't know about you guys, I've always wanted to try stand up comedy. And so it was nice to ask him about his start and, you know, how long it took him to start and, you know, that whole experience of his first time doing it. So that was really interesting to get into we talk content creation we talk tiktok as usual as well as instagram reels creating funny content you know handling haters and things like that so we get all into it you guys check the show notes for the link to his instagram go watch those videos uh right before you dive in or right after the show as you know our sponsor today is sodabeats.com s-o-d-a-b-e-a-t-s.com use the link in the show notes to try that out for free right now it is amazing to be here today. Please enjoy this wide-ranging conversation with my friend, comedian, podcast host, Perry Grown. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Bobcast. Today on the podcast, I have my man, Perry Grown. Perry, what's happening, my man? What's up, man? Uh, I'm just sitting here at my desk right now. I actually, I wanted to show you this on a podcast. This is really cool. I just got this yesterday. I don't know if you're into collectibles, but I'm getting into collectibles this is a detective comic uh, with the joker on the cover of batman comic and it's rated a 9.0 which is a pretty high rating so i just got this yesterday so very happy about it so is it rare like what what time period is it from what's what's the significance okay so this is um there's not really a big significance it just has joker on the cover which is kind of cool sorry for people listening it's it's a can you yeah explain what it, what it is as well sorry we got a lot mostly audio listeners perfect so. perfect so this is uh from 1964 so it's pretty old and uh, it is a batman uh comic book from 1964 um this is the, so okay so there's two different kind and i'm just learning this stuff because i'm just getting back into collectibles i used to get in collectibles a lot when i was a kid um now that I have a little more money, I'm gonna get some get some cooler stuff. Uh, but this is this is a uh, detective comic. So there's two different like Batman comics. It originally started with detective comics, and that's where you get DC from. That's like DC, DC makes. Okay, so that was the first one. That was before there was the Batman comic, and then after a certain amount of years, I don't know how many years, uh, Batman was like a popular character in the comic. So Batman got his own comic. Um, so this is, so there's like, that's like two different, um, worlds of comics, like, uh, and so you can call them essentially like a production company of comics. And so this is, uh, the detective comics and, uh, yeah, it's from 1964 and, uh, it is just in a very good condition. It's just, there's not like a, anything significant about it aside from the Joker's on the cover and it's really old in a good condition. Um, normally what normally something becomes like really expensive and very rare if there's a, 
a first appearance of a character in it. So like if this was the first appearance of the Joker, this thing would be worth, you know, millions of dollars probably. Um, you know, and if it's the first appearance of the Riddler or something like that, then it becomes more rare and way more expensive. I was just looking yesterday. There's one selling online for like $3 million. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like, it's like this, you know, and li- I'm not, I never really collected hat, which way hats. I only have hats, man. That's the only thing I've ever collected. And that's not even a collection. They're just old hats that are worth like 10 bucks. But I, the, the, first of all, the baseball cards and the basketball cards, that's the stuff that got me. I was like, these people are insane. Like, what is it? It's like, there's, it has to, I guess it, like you said, like a first edition or this sentimental value from when they liked it when they were a kid. And, uh, you know, then the NFTs, I'm like, that's my cutoff. My cutoff is trying to understand that. Like people are like Bitcoin NFTs. I'm like, dude, see, I live here and you guys are here and I don't go there because my brain can't register more. Yeah. You know, (laughs) I'm trying to figure it out too. I have a friend who's really in NFTs and uh, he's making a lot of money on it and he's collecting and selling and trading and it's, I want to get into it, but I just, I'll just take a Batman for now. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. It kills me, man. And it's like, yeah, I want to enjoy it and understand it. But I, I can probably understand it. That's probably as far as I can go. Like, I don't think I'll be able to get into it and trade and then, you know, but people are shoving it down your throat and you're a content creator, you're a musician, you're an artist. And now I'm like, shit, do I make my album an NFT? So they get the first one and I sell that for a certain right. amount. And then and it's like, oh, man, it's just, can I just make the album first? Like, But it is just- also, it'll like maybe down the line, like... People don't think that people didn't think crypto was going to be a thing. Mm-hmm. People don't think if Batman was going to be a thing. And now here we are. Uh, I think that NFTs will become something like uh, have some utility eventually. But for now, yeah, it's it, there's just so much time to invest in. I don't have all the time. Yeah, that's my thing with like stocks and investing and stuff like that, too. Other than things that are just automated, like I just don't have the mental like I can barely have like a new friend or like a new anything like i can't even watch a show i was at the dentist right and then she's like what shows are you getting into i'm like i don't i can't like i yeah. just i think i'm like living some i don't know i'm in podcast land man it's like a whole thing but yeah it's you know, hard to in- integrate a new thing into your life you know yeah first world problems right oh man i have too many passions bro <laughs> yeah dude i've spent a lot of money on a batman comic it's pretty sweet it's crazy, man. Um, but yeah. yeah, man, thanks for being here. I appreciate it. For people who don't know, Perry Grown, uh, comedian, content creator, um, podcaster, uh, a bunch of different things, man. Um, and not limited to to one. And I really like that, the multi-talented, um, you know, doing a few different things. But uh, I, I mean, I guess I could say like your main pursuit is, would it be, it's stand-up, right? It's not just content creation. The content creation happened because stand-up, um, you couldn't go on stage and things like that, right? Am I correct there? You kind of, yeah. So yeah, my main thing is stand up, but I'm doing that behind the scenes kind of like I have shows and people can come to shows, but I, uh, I don't promote that as much right now because I just want to get better at it. <clears throat> and then I actually started doing social media and content at the same time as I did stand up, like comedy content and, and stand up were at the same time. And, uh, yeah, that was a few years ago. And yeah, when I couldn't do stand up, uh, over the, you know, year long break, uh, I just doubled down on doing content and um, yeah, here we are, here we are now. I'm just doing like TikTok and I've just launched, me and my brother launched our podcast, excuse me, launched our, launched our podcast and um, yeah, just doing, going out and doing stand up and stuff like that. So yeah, it's yeah. It's so cool, man. You're allowed to burp on this podcast, by the way. Oh, um, thanks dude. All I, right. I mean, all sounds are 
encourage actually um uncensored raw that's what we like to say all right i'm gonna um, play some hardcore porn out here in a second so. sounds good yeah make sure you just mix it in nice with your voice though i don't want to have it too overbearing for the listeners right no, okay sense. got it uh, yeah. but yeah i want to know man like what is the what's the time between you being like i want to try stand up like that first thought versus you actually get on getting on stage and trying it like how long was that maybe like 10 years okay yeah really so that's to, is that yeah. norm that's normal right or nothing's normal I, i'm not sure there's I mean, no I, normal i wanted to try when i was a lot younger and then, oh, okay, okay. Uh, i was really scared and then i don't know i just did i just did it one day and it went uh, it was actually kind of underwhelming the first time i did it i just had worked it up in my head like it was gonna be this crazy thing and i wouldn't did it and i was like oh that was fine I, but the, but the, it made me like think like oh that should be more uh exciting and so i want to like get good to where it can be more exciting like you see people on stage and it's just like crazy and wild and fun and then um i was like yeah i want to get to that point and that was yeah that was like three years ago when i when i first tried it some bar in burbank california baby hey just yeah just open mic right it's just an open mic i actually the first time i went to an open mic i showed up and i was just so anxious dude I'd, I'd like borrow someone else's car to get there, drove through traffic for like two hours, finally got there when I thought the open mic was, and they were like, uh, oh yeah, this is, um, this is not the, this is an audition to get on the book show. And I was like, oh fuck, dude, I don't want to audition for my first time ever being on stage. And so they were like, yeah, the open mic is actually going to be in like that. The real mic is going to be in like five hours. And I was like, and I was just had so much anxiety in my body. And I was like, do I really want to wait five hours with this like fear in my body? So I was like, just contemplating, should I drive back home another two hours and come back another day? And I was like, no, I'm here. I borrowed someone's car. I got to do it. So I went uh, and I was like, all right, what am I going to do? So I went to the movie theaters and I watched, I'll never forget. I watched The Meg with Jason Statham, that shark movie that uh, if you haven't seen it, well, <laughs> it's terrible. And it's not a movie to distract you while you're filled with anxiety. Um, it didn't make so you feel I, any better. <laughs> made me even more riddled with anxiousness. And uh, yeah, I went, saw that and then afterwards went, and, oh, and then I went to the open mic and it's lottery, it's a lottery system. You put your name in a bucket and they call it. And at this point it's like 11 at night and they're like, um, uh yeah uh oh yeah that's how it works it's lottery and you may not even get to go up and i was like oh my god are you kidding me if i don't go up i'm gonna shoot myself and then i eventually <laughs> and like right before it was over they called my name and i went up and bombed for three minutes so, so did they tell you did they give you three minutes where they like you have three minutes everybody has three minutes everybody has three minutes Got yeah it. so you get three minutes and i went up with some prepared stuff and is that a lot? I feel like it's even a lot. Three minutes to start with three minutes. Maybe not. Oh, dude. Know. I mean, yeah, for the first yeah. time. I was. I like, feel like a minute is like, okay, that might be normal to start with a minute. Dude, I just wanted to do, for the first like six months of me doing stand-up, whenever I would do like a five-minute open mic, I was like, I just want to do, can I have 30 seconds and then leave? Let me just do the ones that I know have at least a couple laughs. I don't want to do any new shit that I got to try out or extend it. Right, yeah. Yeah, it's, it, yeah, it's hard. So from from that um, time, like from that you know experience, that were you like, all right, I gotta like just try this again, I guess, or like, yeah, I did it for, I guess at the beginning of 2019, I tried to go almost every day, um, which in LA, which it was pretty pretty easy to do, 
And then I started every day and then I started my own show. Like, and then I started a couple of my own shows. Then I started going on the road a little bit more with the friends and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, been kind of doing it ever since. And then things kind of got shut down in LA. And that's one of the big reasons I moved to Austin. Okay. Yeah. Because you were still in this year, you were still in LA earlier in the year, right? Uh, no, a year ago I moved. It's okay. been a, exactly a year. Got it. So did that um take your shoes off episode that went out later must have been way later than that, yeah so that was actually on youtube yeah. yeah that was a page on his on rick's patreon shout out to rick glassman uh he uh he, we did that on his patreon a long time ago like when i first started comedy when i first met him i i'd known him for maybe like three to six months or something like that but uh yeah and then we did that and then he late didn't have an episode for a week or something and so i think he put that out there Oh, okay got and, it so i was like yeah because yeah. it seemed like i was like this doesn't seem like a 2021 what they're talking about i right. i do i thought it was so i thought it was a joke that you were outside and he was inside i just thought it was just a joke for the whole thing i didn't know it was like serious or like people because right. like man i shut i mean i did shut my podcast down i do in-person interviews but right. once i started asking people again i was like Hey, if you want to show up, you want to take a risk, let's do this shit. Right. But, um, I wasn't putting people outside, but then, but then I started to kind of like it as I continued to watch it. I don't know something about yeah, it. Yeah. And then when I was doing it, you kind of forget that you're outside because you have the headphones on. It's just glass in front of you. It's just really, yeah, it's just really easy. And I had, been, I had been going over there before, like everything got locked down before, before everything got locked down. I had been going there like pretty frequently to get footage and hang out and stuff like that. So. Yeah, it's pretty. It was just kind of normal hanging. We're, I know we're gonna go a little all over the place, but can you give a little yeah. context just on his show and like what you do for the show and kind of yeah, how you totally met yeah, him yeah. a little bit. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I actually had been thinking about doing stand up for a long time, and then I, I I was pretty much close to like pulling the trigger on it, and then I went and saw a show, just a random show at the comedy store, and Rick was on stage and he just crushed, and it was so funny, and I was like, that's like what stand up kind of should. It's, it was just so funny. It was just made me really excited about stand up, and I was like, "All right, I'm gonna go try it." Not that I do what he does, but <laughs> that it just got me excited to go do it. So um, fast forward, so I was like kind of a fan of his, and then fast forward, I saw he posted on his Instagram, uh, "Hey, I'm looking for help editing my podcast," and uh, I DM'd him. He didn't even open the message, and then like sometime later, he said he was doing a show down the road from my house. So I went. Uh, to the show after he got off stage I, I just introduced myself and um yeah it, we kind of hit it off from there and yeah i've been working on it for like two, maybe dude i think it's been like two years um since i've been working on it but yeah and then now we have some other help we have another editor uh john michael and uh yeah just some other people that are involved helping out too but it's a it's a pretty cool operation i think i even if I wasn't editing it, I think it's one of the best podcasts. As a podcaster, somebody who I have a podcast production company, um, I don't do a lot. I do like much more audio. I'm like an audio nerd, but um, like I, the time that you guys, and I think we're coming in and out here, but the time that you guys put into the video, like I met, I respect it. I'm so, I'm like video, video, everything. If you're not doing video, it doesn't make sense. Like, especially now I work with a lot of like business people and stuff and it's a lot of boring shit and they don't, the video wouldn't even do much. 
um, wouldn't really elevate it. But with you, it's like if you guys like were, I wouldn't even watch the listen to the really the audio version of his show. I don't think right. I just I like the pop ups. I like um, I like those sound effects. I like the the edits that you guys have. Like I just really appreciate it. But I also know, like you were saying on even his podcast when you guys did it in 2020 or whatever, that like the amount of time like you have to love it because the amount of time that goes into those fucking edits on a two hour podcast, man. Yeah, well, and the thing with that, with his podcast is it's a podcast that I would probably watch regardless. And I get to, I mean, being able to edit it, it's like, I'm getting to watch it, which is cool. I'm also getting like, you know, I cut out things. So I get kind of like insider stuff. Um, uh, you know, it, it's really fun when there's a person on that I'm a fan of, which he has a lot. Um, and I'm like, oh, shit, this is awesome. I get to, you know, edit a podcast with Bobby Lee. That's crazy. And then also, um, I really like the graphic sort of jokes in there. I feel like I'm good at them. Those like Mimi, I feel like that's a strong suit that I kind of have is like the Mimi sort of jokes. Um, yeah, and Rick's really good to work with. I mean, it would be hard if it was not a podcast that I don't enjoy. If I didn't like the podcast, I, I would not be doing this at all. Yeah, I'm a po- I'm an audio podcast audio editor, dude. I feel you. <laughs> I I took yeah. all my lumps in the beginning, and it's not like like the shows I work on now. I li- like I I like some of them more than others for sure, but like I like all the people that do them for sure. Right. Like, it's not like I f- like they're all genuine. Like they're talking their shit, their own shit, which is that's the most important thing for me. It's like I'm not always going to be able to edit a show that I love, or but that's the goal, obviously. And it's so yeah. much nicer when you do. But even my own podcast, like I gotta edit that shit. I'm like, it's still a f- sure nobody's paying me to do it you know so i'm like damn <laughs> sometimes oh, man, you're in that it. position yeah. yeah i mean I, we have our podcast and we so we are we, what we have been doing is editing clips to put on instagram and tiktok to hopefully promote to get people to it but yeah i don't know with rick's it's just it's it's good that it's a fun podcast and rick is a good guy and uh and we actually like chat and hang and stuff i was just in la like this past week and we hung out a little bit um so it's yeah, I work for him and with him, but also I think we're kind of buds. I hope so. Nick, if you're listening, are we friends? Comment below. Yeah, I, I mean, it seemed like you guys were just from that podcast that I watched. So, um, but yeah, I mean, you mentioned like your pot, your podcast was what's doing Rick's like inspiration for yours. Was yours just an idea that you had otherwise and you just ended up doing it? now or like kind of what was the inspiration for you and i'd love to kind of like if you give a little context on your brother too because i don't know as much about him or if he does stand up or if he does the same thing you do or but yeah if you want to talk about like your podcast a little bit and how that happened yeah so we actually did this podcast a year or two ago and then stopped because we started to get into youtube and like tiktok like more like content creating stuff um but really love doing podcasts but it just didn't fit into what we were doing at the time uh so we restarted restarted again and um yeah it's called the brother show it's me and my brother and we sit down and every once in a while we'll have a guest on but we kind of just sit down and we talk about the things that are that happened in the past week in in the world but dude i don't know it's it, it just gets we just laugh so much I, I i don't know we just know each other so well that we just we just fuck around so can i cuss on this sorry well, we fucking fucking laugh so fucking much, dude. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, last episode. So this, so I've been on this like 
uh, program where I can't drink and I have to eat healthy and work out twice a day. Uh, like oh, this whole discipline thing for three months. It was really intense. It's not 75 hard, is it? Or something 75 like hard. Have you heard uh, of it? Yeah, oh, dude, I know. I'm in this like mindset, lifestyle building shit world oh, yeah. that I'm in. So I, I know so many people who are doing it. Yeah. Oh, dude. Oh, yeah. Okay, perfect. Yes, you know. So I just finished oh, 75 yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. And uh, to celebrate, I shotgunned a couple beers on the podcast. And it was my first beers, you know, and like, three months and i just felt like i was touching god just buzzed yeah <laughs> off two one off yeah one. oh d- d- literally shotgunning one beer i was like this your is face nice. is getting red you're like whoa yeah i feel like i'm heavy all of a sudden um yeah so so we did that and then nakoda is finishing something for today is his last day today's his last day so tomorrow we're recording a podcast and we're gonna do the same thing there and uh we just i don't know we're trying to we just have fun on there i mean we uh Tomorrow, I'm um, bringing out a. T- he doesn't know this, but I'm going, going to bring out bring out a taser on the podcast and tase him, uh, which is going to be you know classic comedy, and uh, yeah, it's going to be <laughs> be good stuff. We did a thing that we used to do on YouTube where I would DM celebrities these like very unusual long messages and have my brother read them for the first time and get his reaction. And uh, I mean, they were like very weird messages and so i think we're, we're gonna we'll reintroduce that on the podcast and that's good stuff it's are you gonna tase him while he's shotgunning the beer it's a different i was thinking i was thinking that i don't know i think I, what i'm gonna do is i need to think about it but what i might do is like we'll have some sort of competition or, or I'll, I'll bring out the taser and say all right whoever loses this test gets tased and uh i'll maybe fake it or maybe uh, rig the game somehow so he always loses or We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Now, either way, man, I think either way, it's going to be clip for sure. <laughs> we'll clip it. It'll get banned off TikTok. Dude, stuff like that gets really kicked. Have you, do you po- post anything on TikTok? So, my thing with TikTok is I couldn't keep up with Instagram and TikTok. And then I was like, ah, I don't have like a team yet. And now I'm starting to get people to edit the videos and stuff like that. But nice. I start, I did TikTok. Like, I started it. And then I did, I just stopped. Like, so it didn't go anywhere. I ended up deleting it. I was like, social media sucks. I'm too addicted. And then, you know, I just stayed with Instagram. But no, yeah. I, I mean, I was on TikTok for a few months posting content, but that was, then I was, uh, I was done. So I don't TikTok, know. TikTok, yeah, it's cool. But like the amount of things you have to censor yourself with, it's like, it's fucking lame. I mean, we post there all the time. We, I mean, we're kind of, you know, we're, it's our bread and butter kind of right now, but it's just annoying how you have to censor yourself. You know, it's like, yeah makes it kind of weak is but, there like anything that they like take off that you're like why would they take oh, this dude, like, is that you've got, like, yeah. uh, i mean they take things off that are like rightfully to be taken down you know i've seen that but also dude there's one where my brother was like on a skateboard got taken down there's one where i literally don't even know why i was in uh i did a i did a video where i you know g fuel the gaming fuel stuff I uh, poured it in my mouth and it, it got taken down and it said, um, and it got taken down and then I like tried to repeal it. It got put back up, but there's a warning banner on it that they put that says this is like dangerous or whatever. Did so many dumb things, but. But yeah. you, you can be 16 years old. Oh yeah. Barely have any clothes on. Shake oh, yeah. your ass for like 45 seconds to a minute. And that we're good on that. Oh yeah. It, what? It, it, it's making everybody a total creep because there's some weird dude. There's, and actually this is crazy. I have gone on there and I've seen those videos and I'm like, dude, what the fuck? And I flagged them just to test 
to see if it'll, if it'll like get taken down. Cause my dumb video where I pour, you know, when I, whatever gets taken down and then their videos don't get taken down. And I'm like, whatever, dude. All right. Maybe I should just put a bra on prance around. Well, you almost did a Well, you did a video similar to that anyway, right? I did. I did. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yoga pants. Yeah. <laughs> well, you were almost there, man. You should have just kept taking it further. You should have changed the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, and my bio say I'm 12. Yeah, <laughs> you would have got a lot of attention. Yeah, sure. man, it's that's the weird. That's one of the weird things that with with just the game, the social media game, and and it's just it's just weird. I don't know. It's yeah. just there's no rhyme or reason. Obviously, I've talked about this on here too. With YouTube doing its thing, taken down makes no sense. Like taken down demonetizing like most of joe rogan's videos then he goes to spotify then they gave him all his videos back they gave him all his monetization back oh did they i don't even know yeah like 90 something percent of it and he's like what the fuck is this you know what the problem is and this is a problem that's came up before is that they make the rules man they are self-governing their platform so so if even if it does fit in the guidelines they'll they have something in the guidelines that says that it's their discretion yeah and you're at the mercy of the platform at that rate yeah, I think, I mean, I think where everything is headed is where everybody, like creators, I think the goal is to have your own website. You have your own fan base, you have your own Discord, you have your own podcast or whatever it is, and then you can direct people to your own website. And then you could, like Louis C.K. was a good example of the, a person that started I just to wrote do that down to bring that yeah, up. Yeah, he was a good person that was like a mainstream guy, but then he started to do it in another way where he was like, okay, I put my special app. It's on my website for five bucks. Boom, go buy it. I think that's the goal where things are, or I think that's where the goal will be for new creators um, is to build your fan base, which that's, I think that's like, that's a really hard thing to do. And it takes a long time. But then once you have like those people that like, that are fans of you and they don't want to follow you and whatever and you have a community then you're like hey guys i'm making a movie or i'm making a sketch show i need you to help fund it i need you to like share it with your friends i need you I, you know i need your help with this or you know if you do this then i'll you know send you some an exclusive thing or whatever um but i think that that's where things will probably go is like direct to consumer as opposed to needing to go through you know a third thing like youtube or netflix or whatever yeah yeah like like from creator to consumer basically like no literally just direct yeah yeah i mean it's not gonna be that hard to even create your own social media it's not even right now to create your own feed on your website like that's not hard where you can just post your content there and there's just a a, a email wall and then the next would then you have a dollar patreon and same thing that rick does that thing you know one dollar one i don't know what his prices are but you do the dollar and the five and the 20 and the 50 and the 100 or whatever and then yeah and then people will pay as well so it's like kind of a win-win and then you gotta you know then you take them off these these platforms in 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 your experience has instagram reels banned you for stuff the same way or no not even close no they've never they have community guidelines but there's never been anything on there i've actually haven't read i have read tiktoks but i haven't read instagrams um no not even close i mean actually things that have got banned on tiktok have put on instagram and they've worked and then i've made things that are specifically i know won't fly on tiktok but i'll put them on instagram because they will work um but it's all it's weird like some things will do well on instagram and won't on tiktok and vice versa like I've had, yeah, videos that crush on both pl- on one platform but not the other. It's really weird. Yeah, I, I mean, I just know from uh, Nature Is Metal. Do you, you know that page? 
Oh, dude, yeah, yeah blood, from, blood and gore, baby. Yeah, it's like if they're not gonna ban that, they're not gonna ban all these asses. If you just have little like you know little stickers over your nipples, like that, mm-hmm. go, that flies. It's like, I mean, honestly, respect to Facebook for for letting a lot of shit slide. I mean, I I want to talk a lot of shit on them, but I know I want to talk, keep talking shit about TikTok, but it's also like, nah, they are helping me grow a platform. I, speaking about the nature's metal thing, yes, that's true. Um, they are like a big verified brand uh, brand now. So I have seen things on people on TikTok where if you're verified, you're good. You can post like so much shit. So I think like that's you know that's the goal to get to like a verified get to a verified place because. Uh, yeah, there are things where I'm like, how the fuck did they get away with that? And you look and it's like, ah, got it. Makes there's sense. always something else going on. Yeah. Like, oh, uh, yeah. there's always somebody. Yeah. If you're, if you're like a nobody, then they're like, we don't care about you. Get off here. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But if you have some credibility and you can bring some attention to their platform, then you're, you're in the clear. You're in the clear to show them tits. Yep. Exact, man. That's it. Well, hey, we should, why aren't we doing that? We're not in the clear. Yeah, that's true. Um, but <laughs> we, and we don't have tits. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I can, uh, I can try, but I mean, <laughs> that's a whole different thing. It's not going to work the same way, at least. Um, but yeah, man, I think so. I didn't find you organically. I found you through my friend Luke, who found you through Yes Theory because he's obsessed with Yes Theory. And I am not obsessed, but I know them. Um, I definitely have watched a lot of the videos, especially the ones that went viral and stuff. But could you, like, how did you get linked up with them? I'll, I'll say this is probably the thing I know the least about you, but I just thought it was interesting that they, I believe they were just a small little thing. And they kind of grew over time and then you ended up working with them. So how did that kind of evolve? Um, yeah, I was living in Venice, California, living in an RV uh, on the street. Oh, respect, man. I love I love when people live in vehicles. Oh, yeah. I did it for about six months. And um, it was a nice RV, so I will say that. But uh, lived it, living, in, living on the streets and I had just moved there. They had just moved there and it was just literally just coincidental. We ran into each other and became friends. I had no idea who they were. I didn't know they had a YouTube channel. I remember Amaro asked me one time, because this was, they had a different YouTube channel with the name and I was chilling at their house when I first met him and I had no idea who they were. And Amaro asked me, he was like, uh, uh, what do you think of the name Yes Theory? We're thinking about changing our name to Yes Theory. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about, dude. And uh, <laughs> they, yeah. And then I don't know, we just, I just moved into their house and I never really, like, I, I, I helped them edit and I was in videos, but it was more just like we were friends. I never like tried to be a brother thing, really. We were just hanging out. I lived together. I had my own stuff going on. Um, yeah, and that's how, that's how we met. And uh, yeah, that's it. That's the origin story, dude. Hell yeah, that's man. That's it. Yeah, it's kind of, it's when you see it from the outside, you don't know. And then it's just like, yeah, I just knew these guys, man. There ain't no much, there's nothing more to the story. That's it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that was totally it. It, it. it was cool to get to know them, like to be there when they kind of first started. And obviously now they're like crushing and they're huge. Um, yeah, we were just hanging out. And, and uh, yeah, I, I actually haven't talked. I, I haven't. I, I mean, their kind of their thing has like evolved so much. I mean, I don't want to speak on what they're doing too much. It's their thing. But I haven't really talked to them too much in a while. I think they actually moved out of the country. Um, but yeah, they're off doing their own thing and they're crushing it. That's dope, man. Um, I forgot to ask this is when uh, we were talking about the content. How, like, what 
when did you start with this like the multicultural videos and and what you're really the basis of your content because you said yeah you tried youtube before but you didn't really take it seriously or whatever like you tried content creation before but where like was it was it mo like was it you and your brother together like brainstorming these things or like how did that start which and which one did you do first was it it wasn't well, like the hans the, was it the cons cam or no no the first one i did was my friend ahmed who oh okay yeah yeah shout out ahmed ahmed um he uh he uh i just had an idea and i was like yeah i want to do a video where you can buy a brown friend like where i'm like i'm uh, showing that like the point of it is i don't want to get too meta with it but the point is like like the inclusiveness of uh just being friends that are different having friends that are different because i do every once in a while i get messages from people very rarely like i'm actually surprised it's not more often but i do get messages of people that are like that's not cool that's racist to do that and i'm like the point is the complete opposite of that and also everybody that i've done it with is a comedian and we're all friends and this is another thing um a lot of the times, like at the end of those videos, I'll have a joke where it's like Ahmed's video, he's a Muslim guy, uh, he's one of my best friends. And like at the end, it's like, it says, uh, the joke is like, you can buy a brown friend for $911. I originally was gonna do $9.11, but Ahmed, and this is where like the behind the scenes that you don't know or whatever, Ahmed, he was like, no, do 911 because it's shorter and it makes a funnier joke. So the point, the point is like, they're helping me out with this stuff. This isn't, if I was a, a racist person, then I wouldn't have them in the videos. You know what I mean? It's like, it's, it's like the complete, it's just backwards thinking. Um, and almost every video, actually, I think every video that I've done, I've done like black friend, Jewish friend, Asian friend, brown friend, ginger friend, which with my brother, uh, they always come up with like, they help me brainstorm like the jokes. So we're like doing it together, like coming up with like that funny, just yeah, ideas for it together. Um, it's not just me just like pulling like a brown guy and it's like, stand there, do that. I'm gonna say you did 9-11. No, it's like, we're doing this together. Uh, yeah, so that's kind of where that came from. Yeah, I just thought, and, and I obviously, like, I don't think about, like, I just look at it as comedy. Like, I just, because I, I'm like, just a big comedy fan, man. And I, I don't, I'm not about any censorship or I don't feel any type of way when people make fun of, you know, and it's like, I'm like the straight white guy. So then they're like, ah, you can't like, nobody can make fun of that. You know, you're in this world, but I, I think it's kind of crazy that people would say, oh, you're like taking a risk with that. You're like taking a chance with that. It's like not i mean it's comedy i mean and and these people are involved in the joke that you're and they're all comedians and you're all fr you're friends with all of them you know right so it's 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 not a big if people it's easy for people to make a big deal kind of out of anything and i think people would make you probably got you could probably get more messages with the emo one than any of the other ones it's just like depends on the group honestly you know yeah i don't know it's it's a uh i don't know i at some point I just have to be like, I don't care. You know, I know it's funny. I know the intention. I know my friends and we're just kind of all doing this together to goof around. And yes, of course, everybody. I mean, if you made a video about a cake, somebody's gonna be like, that's not how you make cake, dude. You gotta have three eggs, not two. 
And so it's like, all right, whatever. I don't know. The whole censorship thing is probably has a net negative overall, I think. You know, it's also weird, like, I guess we're getting kind of inside baseball here, but uh, comedy used to be, like, people used to get arrested for saying a curse word on stage, like, literally thrown in jail. And that was by, like, the, you know, the obviously the police and the, the more political government side of things. And then now it's, and, and, then, and then people kind of, like, fought to be able to say what you should be able to say, which is kind of anything. And then, and uh, as in comedy, and then you kind of figure out what's funny or what's not. And then now it's kind of like flip-flopped where people, like the people are telling you what you can and can't say. And it's like, it's like comics and just, I guess, like society fought so hard to get to a point where it's like, we should be able to say what we want, you know, to make it funny. And um, like people got arrested for saying like, fuck, you know, it's just like crazy stuff. It's insane. And just saying like words and then, uh, yeah, now it's kind of flip-flopped where it's like, actually, uh, you can't say anything or not anything. You can't say certain things. I don't know. Yeah. That's and weird. this is the thing too. You go to their page. They never made a video. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I'm not saying I'm making, you know, comedy videos, but I release content. I've podcasts. I put things out, make music. I make things right. But it's like these people are not make like it, the best thing you could do is try to make something funny, dude. Like try to do that and then see what happens. It's like it's not going to go anywhere. Like people I feel like people don't understand the art aspect of it as well because they get offended first, so they can't look beyond that as like, right. oh, it's actually like work that you put in to create this. Dude, the videos where you guys have to clean all that shit up. I mean, that's a bitch to that's a lot of peanut butter and a lot, a lot of cake and all that shit. And, but it's easy to just get offended real quick. Um, you know, am, and you're just yeah. like this guy that they can target, you know? And like you said, it's not a lot of people. We're talking about minority people here, but. Yeah. And I, I do understand, like not understanding, um, how like things, the process of making something works. I do get that. So I can't like be too upset or can't get too upset with people when they don't get it, or if there's a joke that offends them, or if they don't understand it, or they don't think it's funny, I just gotta like, just keep doing what we're doing and like not care too much. I mean, I wanna get, I do wanna get feedback, you know, especially like in standup, like when telling actual jokes in front of people, you know, and that feedback is laughing or not, kind of not laughing obviously, but um, yeah, I do wanna get feedback and understand why it worked and why it didn't. But also there's a line where it's like, don't really care too much and also like for example with like the brown brown friend video or one of the other ones you know if tons of people are liking it like those videos got like millions of views or whatever and then there's like a couple people that are like no dude not chill you can't do that totally not not right brah it's like okay well i'm not gonna pay attention to you you know yeah, and you know what the the thing is as well, like which I I found this out on on face Facebook is where this all started. People like things they don't like, so they see things they don't like, so they can complain about how they don't like them, which then forces the algorithm to send them to more people, so more people see it. So that doesn't make sense to me. Like, well, my, and it's yeah. also, 
sorry to cut you off, but like I, I've thought of that a lot before and the algorithm will also push it to those like-minded people. So it's showing it to more people that don't like it, especially if it's something where they're commenting like, you know, fuck you or this sucks or whatever. It's like, oh, they're commenting, but it's not, I, I doubt that it's like, it'll read specific words and stuff, but the overall, for example, I, I did, well, I'm not going to get into the details of it, but I did a video where it was trolling. Uh, it was trolling the, um, What's that like Korean pop band, BTS? Yeah, BTS. It was trolling them. And it got tons of views. But all the views were hate. <laughs> it was so funny, dude. People are mad at it. And uh, yeah, so that was an example of like, oh, it's getting more views. We're just going to show it to like-minded people. And it's like, no, that these you showing to those, those are the wrong people to actually see it. Yeah, and and as we saw with Facebook, I mean, I don't think Instagram just is kind of a different animal, but but yeah, they actually send shit to people to make them, you know, I mean, maybe with the metaverse, now we live in virtual meta, meta everything world, and maybe they don't do that anymore, but yeah, they were literally just sending people shit that they purposely didn't like to keep them on the platform longer as well, you know, so exactly what you said. Yeah, it's Wait, like, Facebook was doing that? Oh, yeah. So, like, that was more so for um, in the presidential election. Oh, that's right, what yeah. they remember. So, like, yeah. So, that's part of kind of their thing. Like, it's weird. So, like, and, and this is something that happened on Facebook the other day that I don't know a lot about. But mm. they kind of addressed it to an extent. They're like, oh, we don't want these sort of hateful people on the platform or whatever. But then those are the people that bring people to the platform. So, it's like you can't have your cake and eat it too in that respect like you can't right. be against certain people that are also most of your users you know right like it's like most of the people on there are just mad about shit it's not like everybody posted on facebook just like hey what's going on I had a great day uh, everything's yeah. good i don't i don't need to worry about it or complain about anything today you know um and it's also weird how they have the uh like farm bot sort of things where or i mean actually there's like companies in other countries where they'll like send you dm for it's like look at joe biden isn't he a fucking tool and you're like i love joe biden fuck you or whatever the or even the opposite side and it just like creates this these like emotions and this sharing that is all off of uh illegitimate uh yeah conversation it's all like fake stuff oh it's not even companies it's government bodies as well right. like the internet research agency in russia is is sponsored by the government and russia's gonna come after me now but and i don't even know if this is true allegedly allegedly but you know that but that's i mean i'm pretty sure the farming things have been proven where they've literally created pages in based in the u.s like as if they were based in the u.s they would then attack these other pages who were like the opposite and then mm -hmm. create in-person rallies from people that would never have never even been here you know and they make good memes so it's like if yeah, they're, they're funny. making funny memes it's like they get it you yeah know? and so I'll that's share. actually russian's way to take over america i'm going so far dude oh, but since, it. but it kind of it think about it like if they wanted to take they're like they're like we're gonna take them from the inside out we're gonna attack them on the internet first we're gonna make them make create controversy and then yeah. create rallies in person there's going to be a rally over here and a rally over here two blocks away so they have to come to get yeah. and it, like there, most people just don't live on the internet like that unfortunately i don't think it's right. going to work but maybe in mark maybe in zucky's meta world i don't know yeah i mean and I, this crazy. Might, it is wild i just finished reading this american history book and it's crazy to look back at the things that we didn't know were happening at the time like these like 
just just kind of like bullet points of American history, like this big event happened that led to this big event, and things like this you might look back on where it's like, oh shit, Russia made me, you know, go to do that thing, and it's like, yeah, there's a lot of behind the scenes stuff that we'll, we will probably find eventually in the future. We'll look back on it and be like, oh, dude, yeah. that's wild. Yeah, I mean, and especially just social media in general. I mean, like, it's people just everybody, you know, social dilemma. People are just like, oh, social media is so bad. It's addictive. It's like, no, you just suck. You just check it too much. You suck. Get better. Be better. A better person. I'm not saying I am. I'm just saying that's the solution. Yeah, everyone <laughs> else sucks, dude. I'm perfect. I'm fucking great. No, but I have time limits. Like it's um, it's probably on right now. Like if I go on Instagram in two minutes, it'll probably set my time limit. Most of the time, I'm pretty good with it. But I'm just like, it's not like e- I just don't see it. I used to see it as this evil thing of like Facebook's evil. It's all evil. It wants to end. It wants to make you addicted or something like that. I'm like, just don't go on it. I guess, you know, I don't know. Don't yeah. Know and when you mean. are spending a lot of time on social media and then you stop for like an hour and just like think or whatever and do your stuff, you do feel your brain like becoming more normal and level-headed and chill and less anxious again. Like you do feel in your mind that like switch and you're like, and more creative. Like I think I, I read or I was listening somewhere where like the boredom, people aren't bored anymore. And like boredom used to be very, really important because that's when you came up with your ideas and now no one's ever bored. You know, no, everybody's just looking at their phone. And like, if you get bored, you instantly go to your phone. And uh, when you kind of like force yourself, like, all right, I'm not going to get on my phone. You kind of feel it, it, it happens real quick in like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You're like, oh, I'm, you know, I can start thinking normally again. I'm not as anxious. But yeah, you go easy. down those tracks, though. You just like you're doing you're down. You're in for 10, 15 minutes. You're in a hole. And then you're like, oh, man. Whoa. Like yeah. it, and then 20 minutes went by. You're like, wow, I was supposed to do something. And then that carries into your normal life with like, you know, your girlfriend's telling you something. and You're just like looking at the thing. and You're like, oh, shit. So you were like talking. <laughs> yeah. Whoa, dude, your fucking mouth is that's wild. Yeah, like I'm supposed to respond to this, man. Yeah. Um, but I mean, so what do you what do you find? Like, I don't, you know, I don't know a lot about what you do other than your comedy stuff, but like, do you do a lot of video editing? Like, what is it? Where do you, you know, do you take that time to like come up with ideas? Do your ideas just come like randomly? Do you take time to create content? Like, yeah, what does that kind of look like for you? Your process? Yeah, my brother. Yeah, we have my brother and I have writing sessions. We, so we just sit down for a few, uh, uh, quite a while, just brainstorm the ideas that we have. And so we literally have a word stock with like tons and tons and tons of ideas. And uh, then we write them out film it and uh yeah cut it up and if we have to do reshoots or something like that or pickups for it um then we'll do that but yeah that's, that's a process we just kind of sit down and it's like it's a balance between what is working and also what do we think are funny um and so you know a lot, a lot of the ideas start with like a premise like let me see if i can see some right here but they'll just, it'll just start with a premise and it's like oh that that's a funny idea and uh and then we will kind of like see if there's something there spitball back and forth. And then we know that it needs to be like really short, you know, like 15 seconds, 20 seconds or whatever. So we've kind of like got to a point where when we're writing it, we know like take out the word um, and sort of thing, you know, like, like little space filler things um, uh, because we generally, we usually cut that stuff out. Um, 
let me see. Yeah, I never noticed, like, I, I never realized why people do the videos where they, like, every word seems cut, like, they cut right at the end of the word and take out the uhs and the ums, and I'm like, just leave them in. That's only, like, a few seconds. But since I made, I made my first Instagram reel the other day that got 10,000 views, I felt so happy for myself. That's wow, awesome. great. But, um... Yeah, I mean, it was, you know, it's just like a vanity metric, but it's weird. It did feel good. I don't know. But uh, dopamine, right? I think that's what it is. That's but anyway, cool, yeah. yeah, I was like, all right, cool. I'm like kind of proud of this video. But um, yeah, I cut it. Like I was cutting the little, I'm like, let me try it. And yeah. I don't know, that video ended up doing okay, but. Dude, keep like, doing it. Yeah, I encourage you to keep doing it. Like, I think that it's a good way. I mean, shorts is what people want right now, like short videos. So I would, yeah, if you want to keep doing it or don't. Um, so here, like. We have a, I mean, just like, these are just like the premises and it'll be like, oh, that's funny. Maybe we'll do that. Like I have one Jesus versus David Blaine. <laughs> Dude, they're trying to both put the thing through their arm. Right. Yeah. But Jesus is like, I've done this so many times. Dude, this ain't shit. Um, ginger friend, uh, ginger friend pain tolerance, because apparently gingers in real life have a higher pain tolerance. I saw that. So we want to do a video where I like tackle Dakota. Um, and he's totally fine. Uh, we want to do, uh, oh my God, a some sort of airplane pilot, uh, flying the plane and him giving announcements, you know, through the plane. Hello everybody. Like this is your captain speaking. Um, and, but he's uh, going to be hammered drunk and super hungover, and, uh, he's going to be flying the plane. And then Dakota will be listening to me in the back and I'm flying him to Iraq. So <laughs> <laughs> we ain't coming so, back, man. Yeah. So stupid. Um, I want to do another one, something with Mariah Carey. Like, uh, so I saw Mariah Carey tweeted like something along the lines of like, oh, my music is out now. So, you know, it's Christmas time. So I want to do a video like this is not the version that we will do because this would totally get flagged. But it's like a guy, you know, in the mall or just chilling there. And then he hears Mariah Carey's music and he reaches over puts a gun in his mouth and the video ends. in the macy's the middle of the macy's <laughs> yeah like you hear the gun talk and then he ends, and the video ends. <laughs> so yeah the, the, and it would just be like that and it's like what makes us laugh or what do we yep. what do we find yeah just interesting or funny dude i love him man i love your ideas i love your videos <laughs> it's uh, it really shocked me though i was like because I don't, I just, maybe, I don't think the algorithm gives me comedy, that much comedy stuff. Like, YouTube is, like, just, yeah, all my whole YouTube's comedy stuff. Because I just listen to, like, I watch podcasts with comedians. I watch a ton of stand-up. Like, I like, you know, following, um, you know, those, like, smaller guys who are just coming up. Um, you know, I'm not, I'm out here in Jersey. Like, I don't have my, I saw Mark Normand uh, the other day in Jersey, which was really fun. Like, I, I try to, like, it, these shows are, like, 45 minutes away, hour away. So, I try to go, but I don't get to see you know I, it's not accessible to me right so you know but it, that's all comedy but i don't think the instagram algorithm really gives it to me so so what you so so yeah my algorithm i'm like trying to grade it and uh, if you see something that you're not interested in you just literally just put not interested and if you do that a bunch it'll start to show you more comedy stuff or whatever you want to watch and then also there's a when you watch a video um uh there's a little like save flag next to it or just save it save it save it and it'll start to show you that stuff more and then also from creators you like you can turn the notifications on you know and then also from the creators you like if you ever do see a comedy thing if that's what you want to see just like it and engage with it comment on it and eventually it'll just start showing you that stuff more and more 
Yeah, that's what I got to do. I, I haven't. So like I try not to really scroll. So that's my problem. <laughs> like I just do like stories basically because I get I really have a problem. Like I really have a problem with and I'm not blaming Instagram at all. It's definitely my problem. But I just get way too sucked in and I feel bad about myself. And then I'm, but like if I watch you and like comedians and then some mindset stuff, maybe some business. Cool. I'm coming up. But it's just like it's this, you know, the weird, weird world. But I have your page. Like I just go to your page. If I don't see your stuff, I'll just go and then watch the ones that I missed. Oh, that's kind of where I'm at now. Yeah, but thank but you. you pop up a lot faster because I same thing because I engage with that. Oh, stuff. that's awesome. So, I appreciate but it. um, no, nah, man, one of the most funny funny videos on YouTube ever. I I do you know you know Shane Gillis right and his his oh, stuff, the best. dude. That's I just got put onto that. I didn't realize he'd been making videos for so long. Yeah. It's like all <laughs> this, uh, so much amazing content. Um coming out right now and you gotta you gotta stay up with it though you gotta use use the algorithm to your advantage you know yeah yeah and then just yeah keep in touch with the people that you like like if they have a discord or if they have a patreon or if they have a podcast or if they have this or that just like just kind of like get brought into their world and I, it just takes a long time before you are, are like real good fans of them i mean i think it takes like listening to somebody's podcast like five times or something at least for me i have to listen to their podcast like five times for, for me to be like oh yeah i kind of i like i like these guys because you you get to figure out like hear their banter and the way they talk and like their their uh, isms as they say yeah oh yeah 100 i and and i only listen and watch podcasts that's why i love them i don't really watch like my girl loves movies then that's, that's the only time i watch anything that's not a podcast but i just that's how it's been for me since i started watching podcasts in 2015 or something like that that's how i figure people that's how i know if i like somebody i wait until they get interviewed on a podcast because i want to know them like all the people that i'm really like that i follow and spend a lot of time listening to and watching to or watching i've just consume their podcast audio and video and everything because i want to get to know people like i don't if that's the easiest way like i see your videos you're funny that's all i know you're funny he's funny but i don't really know who you are as a person you right know, so. and that's why we started our podcast is because it's like all right we're getting people in like watching the videos but we want to start and we're going to start posting more behind the scenes on on instagram too uh but yeah that's why we started the podcast it's like we want people to like hang out with us we have our discord too that we try to keep up with you know just like little things like that you know so I'm about to start a Discord um, for my people as well, man. So that's oh, good. Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah, let me know when you start or I'll join. Okay. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, let me join yours too. I'm just starting getting into this disc because I'm on Slack for like my business stuff. And now I'm trying to put all my Discord for like entertainment and comedy and podcasts and all that. That's yeah, let a great me idea. I'll, I'll, I'll text you my Discord right now. Yeah, it's a it's a cool way. We were doing lives a long time ago. And I noticed that like when you do like live, like Twitch or whatever, people... Um, for whatever reason, like engaged more on Discord, but we're slowly starting to get like a, a you know, a few more people hopping in the Discord. The thing is, like, aside from updating people on the podcast, it's you know, it's it, it, Discord is like a conversation. So you want to get things in there where it's like, hey, what do you guys think about this, or what do you think about that, or like, like I have something in my Discord that's like a mental health thread. So if there's anybody, you know you know, want to talk about mental health or like a while ago, I did a mental health challenge where you just fucking worked out like once a day for like 30 days or something. It was something along those lines. Um, and then we also, you know, talk about our podcast and just silly stuff and just chat with people on there. So it's, it's cool. I'm going to text it to you right now. 
All right, perfect. And if you want, I'll plug. I'll just put it in the show notes. I'll plug that as well. And all, I mean, oh, be- all the all the links and everything. Are you still posting on YouTube as well? Should I plug that too? Uh, my normal YouTube page, not right now, but my podcast YouTube page. Yeah, that's okay. the one we're trying to get people to. All right, sweet. That sounds good, man. Um, yeah. Um, and before we wrap it up, just let I know we kind of just did this in the last five minutes anyway. But if you want to just let people know, you know, where to find you, I think it's your name everywhere, right? That's just my name, Perry Grown, and then the podcast is called The Brother Show. It's me and my brother, Dakota Grown, and uh, yeah, that's that. And uh, yeah, you can find us anywhere, YouTube and everywhere you listen to everywhere else, everyone else's podcasts. Hey, that sounds um, good, man. Yeah. Are we done already? It's almost been an hour. Oh, okay. That went by really fast. Well, hey, we're trying. We're trying to make it just nice and smooth. They were chill. I have no pants on. It's crazy. That's good. That's that's what I'm saying. I mean, I have pants on, but I would have took them off if you told me. I'll tell you after we end the podcast. We'll do a pantsless conversation. Sounds good. We got a little post, <laughs> a little post, post no pants, baby. Hashtag. Right, right, right. Got to lock that in, my man. Dude, yeah. Perry, this was a lot of fun, man. I really like going through. So, like, I do most of these in person, but I wanted to get you on and and just talk to you and you know just so we could get acquainted and everything. But I'd love to. I don't know if you're ever on the East Coast, but I'd love to have you in person or maybe we can do something if I'm um, out in Texas or, or or whatever you're doing. But that'd be uh, cool. Yeah. You're in. Where are you at? I'm in Jersey right now. Gotcha. Yeah, I'm gonna try to make a trip to New York at some point for stand up. So. Oh yeah, man, and let me like I'll just stuck. I'd be very down to pull up to a show. Me and my girl like the one thing that we we both are equally we both equally love stand up. So that's one of the things we go and do. Like we don't. I like I love music. I'm a musician. Like we go to some concerts, but our thing is like stand up, man. So we're always down to come out to a show. I'd love to do that too. That's awesome. Let's do it. All right, dude. Hey, man, thanks for doing this today. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me on. This is great. Anytime, brother. So, ladies and gentlemen, as you know, we are on all platforms, even the ones nobody uses. This has been another episode of Bobcast with my man, Perry Grown. And do not go anywhere. We do have something for you in the outro. Perry, thanks for being here, man, once again. Later. Hey, it's Sully. Before we head out, one quick ask. And let me describe this to you. Would you like to receive one email per month from me covering everything we talked about on the podcast during that month? This will also include music content, uh, videos, YouTube, video versions of the podcast, anything podcast or content related for the month covered in one email per month. So this is our newsletter. So if you would just go to Sullybop. Dot com on your phone, computer, tablet, whatever you're on right now, S-U-L-L-Y-B-O-P. So just type that in, sullybop.com, and scroll to the very bottom of that homepage, and you'll see join our newsletter right there. Now, that will cover, as I said, all the topics we talk about on the podcast, just a synopsis of the content for the month. So if you feel that that would be valuable, please do join that. I will also include uh, things I'm reading, things I'm interested in this particular month, supplements I'm taking, etc. So if that's something that's up your alley, please join our newsletter. I would really appreciate it. Okay, let you go. Have a great one and we'll see you on the next one.